Hey, what's going on? This is Matt Bowman, and this is Matt Bowman is Bothered, and I truly am living by that statement today. I have, uh, this is the second time that I've started doing this because my fucking annoying cat, um, I locked him in the bedroom, and he got out again. I don't know how he does it, but he, it's so annoying, and it really pisses me off. Um, and I, to be fully transparent, am in just an atrocious mood right now. Just fucking just so mad. I'm so angry. Um, and I don't know. I'm trying to work through that, but I also have to do this thing, um, because I have to be consistent. And if I don't, and I'm not consistent, I'm going to be very upset with myself more upset than I am right now. And that seems impossible. Um, this is a very stupid, annoying, dumb, probably not entertaining way to do a podcast intro. Um, but I don't, I truly, from the depths of my soul, do not give a fuck. I do not care. Um, and I, I don't know. I've, I've heard some things from people saying like, hey, you, you shouldn't swear in the first minute to do what I've sworn 17 times already, but that's how that's, that's where I'm at mentally I don't I don't have much good to say but unfortunately whoever said if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all didn't have to do a podcast every week and if they did I think they might have felt differently um because you know you got to fill content you got to fill time you got to do your time I will say that that's something that this podcast is helping me do is be able to talk about subjects for extended periods of time. Why this... I'm already understanding and just fully aware that this episode is going to suck. That's my... I understand that. But I... And I'm doing it almost against my will. Um, but I, I am going to do it and I am going to fill at least 30 minutes of this and then edit it later and then go out into the stormy fucking New York day. It is, it sucks so much butthole outside. It looks terrible. Like if you go, if you go to weather.com and search Brooklyn, New York, it will just say there's a 90% chance of it sucking ass out there. Cause that's what it is. It looks dreary. It looks shitty. There's just, there's a, couple plastic bags flying around no that's not even a plastic bag that is a helium balloon that just ran out of helium and is just falling to the to the ground and if that isn't just a microcosm just a blatantly visual example of how i feel right now that's exactly that man christ is risen you know what i'm saying because he sent that here there's no other way that that could have happened other than through him and his mysterious ways Okay, enough complaining about my current mood. Um, let's complain about something else. Um, the Super Bowl was this past week. It was on Sunday. And it's it's something that really bothered me. And I think bother that's not gonna be an that's not gonna be an original take. I'm sorry I got a little distracted because I heard my cat trying to get out of the fucking bedroom again. And if he successfully does it again, I don't know how he gets out. The door is closed and base and locked and fucking barred shut. And he is figuring out ways to do it on par with Harry Houdini. It is actually insane. My cat has been possessed by David Blaine. I don't know how he's fucking doing it. But it's driving me insane, which is causing me to get snippy, which is causing my girlfriend to get snippy. And now everybody's snippy and nobody's happy, and it's 90% my fault. 
and I don't know how to deal with that. And so I'm trying to process all of these emotions at the same time. Um, so yeah, the Super Bowl. Um, what a piece of shit last minute that was. Um, that was getting ready to go down as maybe an all-timer. Um, and maybe the Chiefs still could have won. Maybe the Chiefs would have still won because the they would have kicked a field goal and maybe the Eagles go down and uh, kick a field goal in time. Maybe they go down and score a touchdown. Maybe they throw an interception and the game's over. But at least at that point, you would have had a game with people interested in it. It makes no sense for what happened. It is so fucking annoying. Like, and for people that are like, it's, it's it, it wasn't holding, it is holding, it wasn't holding, it is holding. I don't care. That, to me, it, like, the problem that I had with it is that they weren't, they didn't call holding the entire rest of the game. They just didn't. And out of nowhere, they just decided to throw a flag. For almost no good reason. He made contact with the guy behind the line of scrimmage. I didn't hear anybody say that. He, like, you're, you're allowed a zone where you can make contact with a wide receiver as a defensive back, and he did it behind the line of scrimmage. Fucking insane. And that essentially just gift wraps the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. And there it is. There, that, it is just hands it to them like they, like, I know I was super pissed after the, after the AFC Championship game where the refs absolutely pillaged the Bengals' assholes and just... I wasn't, uh, I'm not 100% on the NFL is rigged boat, but I'm as close as I've ever been because the calls and the run of shit that the Chiefs got over the last three weeks of the play, fucking ridiculous. Absolutely insane. I mean, uh, to me, I don't know, man. And then the way that Roger Goodell was like partying with them on the field afterwards like he did fucking anything it was shameful it was it's i don't know like what it, it's it's a kid it's like a rich kid that doesn't know how i don't I can, i'm so fucking just annoyed with life and my cat actually did get out of the bedroom again and i'm gonna hang him by his tail and that i'm just i can't even come up with analogies for why like it was so annoying to see Roger Goodell just acting like a spoiled child on Christmas morning. What a, what an asshat. I don't know. Like, I'm not fully on the Bengals, not the Bengals, on the NFL is rigged, but I, yeah, I'm as close as I've ever been to being like the NFL is rigged because that's, it's beyond, beyond comprehension why someone would throw a flag in that scenario. Because if, by throwing the flag, you, if you know that the game is over. The game is over. By throwing that flag, you know that you just ended the game on a bullshit, ticky-tack, basic, wasn't a foul, foul. If Now, if you'd been calling holding like that the entire game, by all means, go ahead and do that. But there were multiple occasions throughout the game setting the precedent that that wasn't going to be called and that they weren't calling it. And then the fact that they did it in the most pivotal time to end a potentially all-time Super Bowl is fucking infuriating. And not to mention the fact that I was desperately rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles because I abhor the Kansas City Chiefs. Abhor them. I hate everything about them. I I will 
admit that Patrick Mahomes is absolutely incredible and potentially the greatest quarterback of all time. However, I fucking hate the Kansas City Chiefs, and Travis Kelsey is the biggest piece of shit in the NFL. Bar none. Bar fucking none. That guy sucks so hard. The Like, this attitude that he and the Chiefs have that, like... Like, he grabs the mic in the post game and is just like, Nobody believed in us! This is for all the people that counted us out! Who counted you out? You're the Kansas City Chiefs. People talk about Patrick Mahomes like he's the second coming of Christ. People are on record saying you're the greatest tight end of all time and you're still playing. Who's counting you out? What fucking fairy tale are you concocting in that stupid buzz cut haircut fucking head of yours to come somehow come to the conclusion that people counted you out? What are you saying? And then they do it again. He and Patrick Mahomes like double down at the fucking parade this past. Oh, dude, don't go to a parade. If you're it, okay, if it's your first time, if you're if it's your team's first Super Bowl, fine. How go to it? Do the par- I don't care. But if it's like your second, third, don't go to the parade because that's maybe the lamest thing you could do. I don't understand. It's like going to Times Square on New Year's Eve. What the fuck are you thinking? Everything and more you want is on television, and it's also not even worth seeing that. But essentially, you're just going to go, what, going to go down there and stand shoulder to shoulder with strangers for seven hours? What are you doing? You don't have anything better to do? It's a fucking work day. It's Tuesday. What are you doing? When, whenever the fuck it is, Wednesday. That it always shocks me when it's just yeah, like something like that happens at like eleven thirty a.m. on a Wednesday, and like two million people are there, and you're like, shouldn't you guys fucking be doing something? Nobody has work. Nobody has anything going on. All of you people, like the economy in Kansas City is just collapsing beneath you because all of you wanted to go see Patrick Mahomes from six football fields away. I don't, it makes no sense to me. But yeah, they doubled down on how nobody believed in them, which is just patently absurd. They already, they are, they are the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. This isn't a fluke. No, you're not, you're not the Bengals where people are like, oh, I don't know. Is this blah, 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 blah. You're the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, Win it with some dignity, you fucks. I don't know. And it's good that he it's it's good that um that Andy Reid got another Super Bowl. That's cool. I'm I'm into that. He'll probably he'll most likely win several more. But because like going into the game, like maybe this this is probably a stupid take by me, but I was kinda confused why like everybody was just like sucking him off so hard. Like everybody in the pregame was like Regardless of what happens here tonight, Andy Reid's has Andy Reid has cemented as a legend of the game, and like I understand he's a really fucking good coach. He uh, all of that, sh- oh, all of it. But like up until this past Sunday, he had one Super Bowl. Now he's got two, and it's a moot point. But I was just kind of confused why everyone was just so hard, just like gargling his balls 
when he only had like one Super Bowl. Like I understand he had a lot of wins and he went to a lot of NFC Championship games like with the Eagles and blah 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 and he's having good success with the ch- whatever. But like if you only have one Super Bowl, I can't put you in like an all-time category. Now he's got two and again it doesn't make any sense. It it's moot. It's whatever. But I was that did was confusing me on why why was he getting all of those flowers? Ooh, good lord. Yawns, yawns, yawns. Ugh, I am not looking forward to going outside and having to go do stuff today. I don't want to do it. I want to stay inside. Um, but that's okay. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, the Super Bowl, the game, well, yeah, just ultimately very disappointing. The highlights of the game, um, I didn't care about the about the halftime show. I never do. I I, I honestly never do. And I, as a sports fan and as a football fan, am always just incredibly peeved every single year whenever anybody, I want to watch the halftime show. What are the commercials? Also, Super Bowl commercials haven't been consistently good for about 10 years, and I'm tired of people, like, still trying to cream their jeans over, what was the best commercial? What was it? Like, it's the only time of year that fucking everybody is just like, oh, we're all in on capitalism. Like, I don't, like, the same people, the same people that, like, criticize overspending of corporations and lack of developmental whatever in the community are the same people that are like, ooh, I like what Budweiser did in that commercial that cost $17 billion. Like, it doesn't fucking make any sense that that, like, you're not even going to enjoy, you're not even going to watch the game. And for 364 other days of the year, you're going to criticize everything. But then the only thing that you're going to watch is just, it doesn't make any sense. It bothers me. Crazy. Um, but yeah, none of the commercials were amazing. Um, whatever. I it, Yeah, they were all stupid. Um, the To me, one of the highlights of the whole thing was the National Anthem by Chris Stapleton. Like, I've been... I've been fucking heavy with Mr. Stapleton recently. I've n- I was never a huge country music fan growing up. Big yawn again. Ooh, what the fuck? Um, I was never a huge like country music fan growing up. Um, but he, man, he just absolutely murdered it. Like I've gone back and I've listened to it several times since then. Just like how hard he went in on that song. And like he didn't, he made a cool, interesting rendition of it. Like with obviously country, but like, and it just was really bare bones. It was just him and his Telecaster. Man, it was really, then there was that image of like Nick Sirianni just like sobbing basically, which like I have mixed opinions about that. I'm like, I've never once cried during the national anthem, even though I was close with Chris Stable. I don't know. Like, I like America and I like football and I like the national anthem, but I'm not gonna fucking cry. Oh, it it just seemed because I guess he had like said in the pregame that he was like going to cry. Which, if you, I don't know, it just it felt performative. And maybe I'm being too cynical because I'm in a terrible mood, but it did feel performative. Um, but that's just me, and that may be because I just don't like him as a person. Hi, Rooney. Can you get the fuck out of here, please, dude? Thank you. 
Um, but yeah, Chris Stapleton fucking murdered the national anthem. Um, yeah, the halftime show was fine. It, there was nothing special. I think like what was the the big thing was that she was pregnant again. Maybe I just don't follow. Actually, I know for a fact that I don't. I I do not follow enough pop culture stuff to know or frankly give a fuck on a consistent basis about the pregnancy status of Rihanna. I don't care. Um, but like that was like the big through line was that she was pregnant again. Cool. Like I guess why that like that's not even like a statement. What the statement is you fuck? Cool. Good for you. I'm happy that you're having another baby, but like it's a you're not the queen of England. Like this isn't the heir to the throne. Why is this such a big reveal? Like to I don't know, to like hinge the entire thing on like I'm pregnant again, which I don't know. And that's the other thing is like I I come to find out like she was just pregnant, like like she just had another kid. So like everybody was like, "Wait, so she's trying to do it again she is again is it mathematically possible for her to be is she pregnant again mama wow she is oh my god so cool i don't care like that didn't make any sense the craziest thing was the fact that she was pregnant and was just like all the way up like she was suspended like 200 feet in the air on that one like landing pad or whatever and i don't know maybe like ultimately i think it was like this was a like it was a protest against um, the uh, about abortion not being legal anymore. She's like, I'm up here and I might have to throw myself off because this is the only way that I can get an abortion in some states. And now that would have been a powerful message. That would have been something that I would have been like, wow, I never thought of it like that. The only way to do that is to throw yourself from a, essentially a cliff. I don't know. Um, but then, yeah, then there were, like, everybody was, like, bummed that there were, like, no, like, special guests or, like, celebrity guests. Again, who gives a fuck? Yeah, everybody was, oh, there's no, there were no special guests. Who cares, dude? Not every Super Bowl halftime is going to be last year where literally everyone who was ever wrapped into a microphone had to make an appearance. Like, not ever, not all of them are going to be like that. Like, I, and, and to some degree, I did kind of like the fact that it was just, like, Rihanna's doing the Super Bowl halftime show, and only Rihanna did the Super Bowl halftime show. That's cool. That's fine. I'm into that. I don't know. I just, I, I think ultimately, I'm just, I don't care enough about any of that. I just don't. And I, it's, it bothers me that people do, and it's annoying to... Like the biggest, most important football game in the in of the season is often like not even the main focus of everybody watching, and that's annoying. Um, and contrasting that with like the World Cup final, which was just everybody was super jazz, and it felt really cool to like be engaged in a. This is a sporting final, not like the final act of somebody's vanity play which is what the super bowl is it's very annoying whatever um a couple other things it's a sports heavy show but that's just because that's what's happening right now and again i don't care if this is a good episode or not um 
Doing my time. Doing, 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 doing my time. I don't even know what fucking clips I'm going to get out of this. Clip it. Oh, uh, continuing the conversation on Manchester City um, and them just being a bunch of absolute just depraved buffoons. Just absolutely no, no self-respect. Like, they... Again, for those who don't know, they were charged with over 100 counts of being fuckwads. Um, that's the official language. Manchester City charged with over 100 counts of being fuckwads. No, the, I mean, just like copious amounts of financial impropriety, copious amounts of lying, covering up, not being cooperative, allegedly, all of this, all stuff that l quite literally everyone knows is true and knows is happening, but Manchester City, oh, what? No, we didn't. Oh, no, what? Uh, not me. No. Shut up, guys. The fucking jig is up. But they, like, this was getting thrown around this phrase uh, that Manchester City has a siege mentality. It's a siege mentality because everyone's coming for them. Like, what? The siege of fucking Nineveh? You pile of snakes? Yes, people are upset because you have fucked over everyone for 15 years. And you have you have no remorse over it. Not only do you not have remorse, you're saying like, "Oh, we oh, what? Oh, we're very we're confused by what's happening." Oh, well, we categorically do not shut up. Like, the only reason you got off from UEFA, which gave you a two-year Champions League ban, was because it was outside of a five-year window and they have rules on how information is collected. Neither of those are in, are in place for the Premier League. I hope they get... I cannot tell you how hard I want them to just get absolutely just roasted over a fire. I want them to be a suckling pig in a Peter Pan reboot. That I want, oh man, I want them to burn. I want them to be relegated. I want them to maybe be cease to be a club because they are absolutely infuriating. And just, yeah, the, this idea that the, uh, it's a siegement as everybody, why, why did everybody, is everybody, it's us against the world. Dude, you're not fucking, I don't know, dude, you're not like Belgium in World War One. Like, what do you mean us against the you you're you guys have been pieces of shit. You have taken advantage and cheated the system for years and then have impeded an investigation. That's the other thing. It's just like we guarantee we will prove our innocence. Then fucking cooperate with the investigation, you fucks. Like if you're so innocent, show us. Prove it. Prove it right now. You could clear it all up. Show us everything. Show us, but you can't because you're full of shit. God, they're slimy bastards, dude. They're shady, shady, shady people. I hate it. I hate that you have to be like a fucking oil prince to own a football team now. That's so annoying. Like, and I do not like the direction that that's going. Like, the fact that there's, like, interest in, from Qatar in Manchester United, don't love that. I actually hate that. Like, there are some United fans that are, like, all about it and, like, the spending power. I'm like, yeah, I prefer to not have my club owned by people that um, employed and at times killed slaves. 
that I'm not for. Not a big fan of that. Um, yeah, I don't like the direction that that's going. I don't like that Newcastle was bought. I don't like that PSG and that Manchester City and all of these other clubs are just... There's just all of this backing by just Middle Eastern oil blood money. Like, I don't love that. I don't love that we're getting in bed more and more with those types of people, to be honest. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I don't know. Like, as I, and like, cause like a pushback would be like, well, find a country that where what about all of it okay and some of that's valid however like the owners of clubs in england or in the united states like they're businessmen they're not royal families that are responsible for doing a bunch of really heinous shit like i'm not trying to be necessarily the morality police but this one's pretty obvious guys like it it is pretty obvious or at least I would hope it's pretty obvious. Yeah, so they're they're a fucking bunch of kooks, and they're being very very stupid, and it's very annoying. Um, and I hope again, I will like it on record that I hope they burn, and I hope that. But who knows even when it's gonna happen? Like if if there's gonna be any sort of a quick turnaround there's going to be nothing quick about this process that's the other thing which is going to also again be infuriating because manchester city is going to try to fight this the entire way and it's just like guys i'm not like at what point do you not see that the fact that you are consistently being withholding and a piece of shit that this is just continuously not a good look like at the very least it's not good look right how do you, do you not get it? Do you not get it why people just absolutely hate you guys? Good Christ, dude. Christ on a cracker. Um, In other news, Manchester United, my boys, they just got done playing Barcelona about uh, 45 minutes ago, an hour ago. Um... Yeah, and that that was a good game. That was actually a pretty frenetic game. We should have won, I think. I think we had the better chances. Um, we did draw 2-2 away in the first round, or the first leg of this tie with Barcelona. I'll take it 2-2, especially away from home in the first leg. I'll take that. I would have loved a 2-1 or a 3-2 or a win of any capacity, but we were, I mean, we, we were moving up and down the pitch with ease, um, every time we went forward, it looked like we had a good chance of scoring. Like, I really liked the attacking mentality that we had. Um, I, it was very interesting to see, like, how different phases of the game happened where, like, Barcelona would be on top for 10 minutes, United would soak up the pressure, and then they would get a counter, and then they would have, they would be on the attack and the ascendancy for about 10 minutes, and it just, like, kept going back and forth and back and forth. It was a really entertaining game. Uh, one that I was a little upset that we, uh, we weren't able to get the win but the fact that we got a result going into the game next week i think is phenomenal uh pretty pretty awesome uh with that um yeah i mean especially with just the depleted squad that we've got and like people had like sabitzer and martinez had to miss out with suspensions and we get both of them back for the second leg and we're gonna have casemiro dude marcus rashford man what it just the form of his life 
like the form of it to the point that like everyone who scores is doing his celebration. Holland did it yesterday. Sokka has done it. Like all of these people, everybody's just going like this. And it's just like, I can't tell if they're like paying homage. Like, I don't know. But like he is sunning everybody right now. And it's pretty hot. Like it's so hot. It is. And it's refreshing to see like everyone in the squad specifically him though in this instance just be so all in and bought in and just die hard for the club and it's pretty cool to see and i'm a hundred percent here for it and i'm really glad that uh that he's playing for us and he's playing like at this at this level um we need to figure out his contract situation yawn again uh, we need to get him signed where it looks like we're all, we're in the process of finishing touches and getting Garnacho signed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this is, what the turnover, not the turnover, what the um, the takeover is like this coming summer or this spring. I was seeing some reports today that um, the Qatar bid is basically done and that they've got it, which again, I would like to be on record saying that I'm not for that. I would much prefer... Um, that British guy, Sir Jim Radcliffe, I know that, um, Elon Musk was even involved potentially. I'd much rather him than the Qatari government. That just seems, and then there's like the conflict of interest that they have with PSG, which seems blatant. Like, I don't know what the semantics are that they're going to work through, but that seems fucked. I don't know. I would prefer that we were not owned by Qatar. Um, that said, they will offer a lot of financial investment. They're going to do all of this, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have a lot of money. But, man, I really would not... I would really not like to have to have that moral quandary when watching a soccer game. That would be preferable for me. For me, I would rather have my club not owned by blood criminals. That's That's just me personally... I don't know about anybody else, how anybody else feels about um, their teams being owned by human rights violators. But for me, on that one, not a fan. If you have a legitimate rebuttal to that, I'd open to hear it. But for now, not a fan of that shit. Um, okay, I really don't have much else to talk about. This was a very sports-heavy episode. I'm really sorry if you don't like sports, but if you like me and you have been here the whole time, thanks a lot. And if you really like me, please rate, review, subscribe this show on uh, Apple Podcasts. really helps and appreciate it. Uh, you can follow it on uh, Spotify as well or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Matt Bowman Comedy on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube on Twitter at Batmoman, B-A-T-T-M-O-W-M-A-N. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, stay bothered, and we'll see you next week. Bye, folks.